The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. And if if you're living anywhere near North Carolina, it has been an adventure this week just trying to stay warm. Very cold. Yeah, very, very cold. Al, what about you? Was it, was it cold for you this week? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> as you listen to the intro... Just his attitude. Is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you expect that from Al. The, just the intro talks about every man's heart craves a great adventure. But life doesn't always feel that way. And so we're going to visit a clip here in just a few seconds on that, but we're going to be talking about the topic of adventure and how sometimes that's really taken out of context. And God designed man's heart for it. Not just only adventure, but not absent of adventure either. And so we're talking about this topic because we have something coming up in April, don't we, Robbie? It's an adventure. It is an adventure, (laughs) which would be what? Another boot camp. Another boot camp, which is April 28th through May 1st. And it's going to be at a very new location, a very cool location, actually, to be named later. But it's a, a very nice place that we'll be going to with lots of activities. Beautiful, beautiful setting out there. And so we're going to be having an adventure. And we're going to be talking about this topic as part of the core desires of a man's heart. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about those. Right. So we have these, these talks that we do at boot camp. And one of those talks that actually opens up the boot camp is the core de- desires of a man's heart to get them to begin to ask God to come after them in this adventure that we're going to be on, obviously, April 28th through the May the 1st. And, but the way the things really happen at the boot camp is we could have an opportunity to, to talk, but them having a chance to interact with God on the adventure mm-hmm. and open their heart to what adventures he would like to take them on that maybe they'd missed out on or had let their heart you know, kind of fall asleep on the issue, and that we're going to talk about that today. We are, and over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about the other core desires which would be, Al, do you remember the other core desires? There would be the adventure. Yes. And? <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> okay. And a battle to fight. Battle to fight. And a beauty to rescue. Beauty to rescue. Thank you. I appreciate you throwing this in You're welcome. And so we're <laughs> Glad gonna, I can be of assistance. Thank you, Al. We're, we're going to go to a clip right now about a man that says, you know, what's really wrong with my life? And he discovers that he was probably made for a lot more than the way he's been living, and this is from Wild Hogs. What's up? Did you ever wake up and wonder what happened to your life? I really had such great plans. My life and my work would be an adventure, you know. All of a sudden, I'm a suburban dentist. And look, Doug, I feel your pain, man. Look, I swore I would never return to a job. You're still at the firm? Yeah, I get yelled at my ungrateful wife all night. The whole thing has made me a wimp. I was going to say miserable. Did you think I'm a wimp? No, no, I thought you were going to say wimp, so I just filled it in. You're you're a wimp, Bobby. I'll say it. When you're afraid of women, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm afraid of women. You're afraid to talk to women. Bobby's afraid they'll kill him in his sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
No, I'm really afraid of women. Well, at least one of us is living the fairy tale. As <laughs> you guys listen to that, Robbie or Al or Vinny, can you just hear in this guy's voice, he's finally discovering that there's something really missing in his life, that there's more that was meant for his life to be. Is that what you're hearing in that? Yeah, and and we hear that all the time, and, and I've never been to a boot camp where that's, it seems to be one of the symptoms a lot of folks have in the Christian walk, is that, wow, I thought it was going to be so much more than that. I thought it was going to be an adventure, and I thought this was going to be something. And as that hope begins to die, it leads to despair. It's kind of a scary place. Yeah, a man that lives without adventure just becomes resigned, right, and kind of sets around, and his biggest adventure is watching the TV. Or playing video games, or living video somebody games. else's adventure. Right, right. And so this adventure is pretty critical to our, our soul as a man. And, and when we're talking about adventure, it could be a, a variety of things. You know, there's different types of adventures that we're talking about, and God can use all of those for good in our life. And Vinny, I want to ask you a question about an adventure you went on. We've been talking about the topic of boot camp, and you had an adventure at your first boot camp, didn't you? Yeah, Yes, I did. I didn't know what to expect. Robbie had told me and a friend of ours uh, to come and enjoy it. But when I got up there, I was shocked at the subjects and the honesty of the people that were speaking. And I was saying, man, I'd never say anything like that. Nobody's going to find that stuff out. But as the day, after the first day, I got this sort of like calm feeling inside of me. And I felt safe mm -hmm. uh, because people were being so truthful, which I wasn't used to, you know, uh, in some of the subjects. And it just brought me closer, closer to God and the adventure that started with God at that first boot camp. Mm -hmm. And it is a big adventure with him. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you know, God allows us at these boot camps to be a, a part of that adventure with him. But what's really cool is to see what he has in store for each person that goes. You know, whether they go and they expect something or they go and they're uncertain, like you talked about, but mm -hmm. just going on that adventure... Right. God usually rewards that in some way or another, either now or down the road, which kind of leads me to a clip about a reluctant adventure. Uh-huh. And this is from Shrek. Ah. Right? Who, who doesn't like Shrek, right? <laughs> and so this is when Shrek and the donkey are sent off on a journey or an adventure to go rescue the princess. Shall I give the order, sir? No. I have a better idea. People of Duloc, I give you our champion! What? Congratulations, Ogre. You've won the honor of embarking on a great and noble quest. Quest? I'm already on a quest. A quest to get my swamp back. Your swamp? Yeah, my swamp, where you dumped those fairy tale creatures. Indeed. All right, Ogre, I'll make you a deal. Go on this quest for me, and I'll give you your swamp back. Exactly the way it was. Down to the last slime-covered toadstool. And the squatters? As good as gone. What kind of quest? 
Okay, let me get this straight. You're gonna go fight a dragon and rescue a princess just so Farquaad to give you back a swamp, which you only don't have because he filled it full of freaks in the first place. Is that about right? You know what? Maybe there's a good reason donkeys shouldn't talk. Hey, Al. How you doing? There's a good reason, Sam, that donkeys shouldn't talk. There is a good reason donkeys shouldn't talk. And, and I wasn't really referring to that in any way, shape, a or form. Beauty to rescue, a battle to fight. And Shrek had it all. He did. And donkeys he, shouldn't he did, talk. But he was reluctant to yeah. go on this adventure. And, yeah. and so I guess I'll throw it out to you first and then to the rest of us. Have you ever went on a reluctant adventure only to find that's what your heart really didn't need? Oh, man. And I had to say, I w- my first boot camp, I think, was the sa- Vinny's first because I was so miserable. I was in the same mundane job. It was long hours. It was just go home and disappear into a TV set and just veg. Mm-hmm. And I was so dead. I was so miserable. And I remember the once that once I started seeing the talks and the movie clips and, and my heart came alive, uh, the first thing I wanted to do when I got out was I wanted to have an adventure. Mm-hmm. And so I told my family, I hate heights. I used to love roller coasters as a kid. We're going to do it. And it took me to another place where I was, of course, I, I don't recommend this if you're afraid of heights, but my first adventure, I ended up in the very front seat of the Intimidator for my first roller coaster in 40 years so or 30 years so it was but it, let me tell you what i came alive mm-hmm. and then the second one what happened in your second roller coaster after you were done freaking uh, out the first one yeah it was the one where you get completely inverted mm-hmm. and it looks like you're gonna face plant and i'm coming down and, and once we pulled up i just started laughing i mean it was like i i was gonna live i knew i was gonna live i don't know what i was so afraid of it's like god just put me in his hands and started shaking me about Robbie was saying earlier in the break. Hokey pokey break. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, I've got you. You've got to learn to trust me. I'm going to take you places you've never been, do things you've never done, see things you've never seen. And I want you to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Trust me. And sometimes in that reluctance, God has to get around our own objections to help us really refine that life that he meant for us. And And as you were telling Al, you have to turn yourself about. Yeah, I, I was hoping you'd turn himself about. But <laughs> oh my gosh, no more hokey pokey talk, okay? That's just, it's, it's hinky. It's almost hokey, but it's hinky. Yeah. Yeah, now Robbie, have you ever had a reluctant adventure that ended up proving to be just exactly what your heart needed? Is that when you fell out of the tree? Or got crushed by the cars? <laughs> or oh, shot your thumb off of the Oh, yeah. That, that. <laughs> Thank you. Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> for the radio audience who's looking at Sam. I will go to my first boot camp okay, and, and say that, you know, I thought, you know, these guys need some moral support and, you know, I've helped them advertise this thing, so I'm going to go sort of a mercy visit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just humor them a little bit. I'm just going to humor them, so I know they, they at least had some people show up for their boot camp. So I went as, as somewhat a reluctant um, participant. Mm-hmm. And... I was not aware that I had fallen into a form of legalism that was killing my heart. Uh, that one of the things it says in the, in the masculine journey, you know, in the promo, it says we've given men permission to go after what God really designed them to be. Mm-hmm. And this legalism that had entered into my life had taken away the permission to do a lot of things that made my heart come alive. I thought good Christians, they didn't go hunting. Good Christians, they didn't, you know, see certain movies and they they didn't do certain things and 
I didn't realize all those things. I'd, I'd taken away my permission slip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I started to give myself permission back, you know, God started going there with me. And I got to do those things, but I got to do them in a way that I'd never experienced them before. And that was, you know, partially fishing with Al, yeah. you know, because I love to fish. But, you know, why would a Christian, you know, want to kill a fish? I mean, you know, you know why would well, you want to kill a deer? You know, there are all these things that I don't know how I got it in my mind, but that's what, what I needed. I needed permission to be a man. And those things that we try to insulate ourselves from end up choking the life out of us. <laughs> Right, and that, that's the cocoon, that's the, that double-edged sword. It feels comforting at first, but it starts to strangle out the light and the life. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to regain that life and that light in your life, light in your life, so that you can really be focused on the good adventures God has for your heart. Masculine Journey Radio is listener-supported, and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site, and from there select Good Heart Ministries to support, and Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Mask and Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. And I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We are really glad that you're with us for the second half of the show because I think you're going to really be excited about the adventure we're going to be on during the second half. I am very excited. It is a boot camp coming up. It is. April 28th through May 1st. And we need a little more music just to, you know, emphasize the fact that it's coming up April 28th through May the 1st. And if you're sitting there thinking, wow, yeah, I need those kind of things. We've inspired you at the beginning of the show. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Dot O-R-G, I understand as well. Yeah. <laughs> O-R-G. <laughs> and there you click the register now banner, and if you scroll through that, you can put in your name and all that stuff, and we can, there's an early bird special going on right now, Sam. There's a huge early bird special, and so it's going to end without notice, so if you really want to get registered, it's going to save you some money to go do that. And I think this is the least expensive boot camp we've ever had. Four days Yeah. Uh, of this experience and only $169 for the early That's bird. That's early bird, yes. And it That's, does go up from there. It's awesome. Yeah. There's so much to do. There is. We've got stuff we've never had before. Um, we're going to have some horseback riding and uh, there's a pistol range this time, an actual professional to help us shoot. We don't shoot each other kind of thing. Yeah. And paintball and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And it's even got a fishing, a fishing which has some striped bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the man told me that like. 24 inches he was holding his hand he said wow. we got striped bass in this lake like this you know so yeah. that's an adventure also there's oh, yeah. a, a room with some game stuff in it you know like billiard tables and things and so lots of things to do lots of and beautiful land just to get out and look at some of the views there is amazing and and i'm really excited about this location that we're going to and just really about having that boot camp again because i think uh, our hearts all need it you know, yeah. And we're excited about what God's going to do there, but we're really excited about what God has in store for you there. 
Because I know that if he f- puts that on your heart to come, he's going to meet you there with something special. And sometimes he puts it on your wife's heart, right, Al? Because wasn't it your wife instrumental in that you're coming to first your boot camp? My, uh, my wife and a, and a co-worker, they just, he brought it, my wife had been talking about it. A co-worker brought me the invitation, the, the, um, yeah, the flyer. The flyer. Yeah. There you go. So he brought me the flyer, and then my wife, when I showed it to her, she had signed me up and downloaded Wild at Heart into my phone so that I could listen to it on the way to work. But I tell you, there's going to be, you're going to think, oh, I don't want to give up a weekend or, oh, I don't want to do this or there's, you know, oh, it's the, the grind. I need to unwind. This is it. If, if there's something telling you not to go, but there's no real definitive reason, it's the enemy trying to stop you from getting healed. Because as a friend of ours, Todd had said, who is a PhD in um, counseling, there's been more healing and growth from a weekend at a boot camp than I think he said from just about years of counseling that he'd ever seen. Yeah. And I think it, it, this, this is really, it, it's designed after the wild at heart boot camps that John Eldridge and ransom heart puts on. And, and there's something about the way God had enlightened that group of men to really understand a man's heart. So they did, you know, and that's really the cool thing you talked about Robbie about getting permission yeah. You know, and it seems silly that we need to have permission, but it's, it's okay to want some of those things. And so we're going to listen to a clip from a movie that was about a couple men towards the end of their life, literally, realizing that adventure may lead them into something much deeper than what they originally imagined. And this is from the bucket list. Let's listen to the two men as they get ready to skydive. Afraid to go up in an airplane. I'm gonna jump out of one at the whim of a maniac. You'll have to forgive him, Kyle. He's worried about the little woman. This has nothing to do with my wife. 30 seconds to drop. The sequel was like that. She never backed me up on anything. The sequel? The second Mrs. Edward Cole. That woman hated me. Maybe because you called her the sequel. Jeez, Kyle, I never looked at it that way. 15 seconds! No, no, wait, wait, I can't do this! Sure you can! No, I can't! Really? It's not the jump you're afraid of! You're just afraid your chute won't open and you'll show up at your own funeral as a Denver omelet! No, I'm pretty much just worried the chute won't open! No, no! Let's hit the steel! funny 
you, you get that's a, an adventure. You do, you do. But as you watch that movie, and, and these both these guys have a form of cancer, and they meet in a cancer ward, right? And so they decide that one of them's rich, and the other's not as much, and they decide that they're going to go on all these series of adventures. But what they really find along the way is life, and they find brotherhood and things that they really didn't remember ever having if they ever did in their life. And they found healing along the way. And adventure was a piece of that cog that helped them get there. Now, Vinny, you had some adventures that, that, that had to do with some of this, didn't you? Oh, that was a great lead-in from what happened to me. I was at Myrtle Beach with my wife and uh, her son and his wife and a bunch of uh, nephews, whatever they were. And uh, me and Nancy decided we were going to take a ride just to look around Myrtle Beach. Well, we went to uh, where they were, what do you call that balloon that they go up in the sky, you know. Hot air balloon? Hot air balloon. Air balloon, okay. So we, you want to go up? I said, yeah, why not? Let's try it. We were 75 at that time. Wow. Uh, So we got on this, and it's not a chair, it's a strap, and you sit in it. But first they take you out with a speedboat to where the balloon is. Now, you've got to get off of the boat, onto the balloon, and then naturally they let you go up. Well, we got on, you know, and we went up and up and up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm looking at the speedboat, which should be underneath us, is like about a half a mile, a mile away from us. And I'm saying to myself, what in heaven's name is going on here, you know? And I'm not too worried. I said, so we fall. Something happened, mm-hmm. we go in the ocean. No, that's not what happens. Anyway, we got back down. And naturally, we couldn't get out of the balloon and into the ocean, and the boat is bobbing and weaving. My wife, I almost lost her. She drowned on in the ocean, not on the balloon. Anyway, it was an experience. We got back home. Her son, wife, and everybody was sitting down, and they were talking about the balloon that was in the air and saying, what crazy people would go up in that <laughs> thing? Because it was windy. and ch- they sh- Oh, I forgot to tell you. When we got down and we got back into the port there, that was it. They closed it down for the day because it was too choppy and windy. So they were talking about us, and Nancy turns around and says, that was me and Vinny up there. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? You know how old you guys are? Uh, well, what has that got to do with it? Yeah. It's the same water, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was what really happened, and uh, it was quite an adventure. It was. It quite was. an adventure. And I'm sure that that bonded you and your wife very closely oh, yeah. together in some ways. Oh, yeah. I still got the black and blue marks from <laughs> hugging onto my arm. <laughs> that The shared adventures are really pretty cool, and... And we all have some stories of that, but I know that we're going to have just a few minutes here. So, Robbie, I want to ask you, Al, Vinny, any of us, what's some stories in Scripture where God takes people on an adventure? Right, Because it's not always just about the fun part of it. Like when Donkey and, and Shrek went on it, it wasn't necessarily fun, but they found life in the midst of it. So what's some stories in Scripture where God took people on an adventure? That there was, was, go ahead. There was a shepherd, and he saw this this flame on a mountain and he thought what the heck that bush is just not burning he's an adventure he's got to go see it so he goes up there 
And not only does he find this bush that's burning, that's where he meets God. Right. Moses. Moses. You were there, Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. your little brother, right? Right. right. <laughs> I kept telling him, get a haircut. <laughs> you know, then there's the amazing one for Gideon. He's yeah. down throwing wheat up, and, and, but he's doing it in the bottom of a wine press so that the, you know, Midianites don't see him down there. So he's, and God shows up and says, Gideon, brave warrior. And, it, you know, Gideon knows he's being a chicken. But he takes him on an amazing adventure, a very high stakes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could see that Gideon rose to be, you know, quite a judge there for Israel at that point in time. Yeah, you have Abraham that headed off without knowing where he was going. You had David that spent a lot of years running, you know, from Saul who was trying to kill him. And a lot of times, for it really truly to be an adventure, there has to be an unknown. Right, because if it's really known, yeah, there's some adventure to that, but the greatest adventures is when you don't know the, the true outcome. And now you had something you were talking about that the Holy Spirit plays a role in that whole part of unknown outcome. The two, the two um, purposes of the Holy Spirit, they say he's our guide and a comforter. And if you think about it, you know, he's a comforter because you're uncomfortable. You're supposed to go on an adventure. He's going to guide you there. He's going to lead you there. In, in the midst of, of your discomfort, that's when he's closest to you. I, I was reading last night about the Koreans that were taken captive in Iraq several a few years ago. Well, in the midst of that, when they got back, they said, do you miss it to one of the, the others? And he said, what do you mean? He goes, we were more close to God when we were in the middle of that than we ever were. And we miss it. We miss that closeness in the midst of this horror, but... An adventure all the same yeah and the holy spirit's there to help us along that way the holy spirit led jesus into the desert right i mean it's if you go read it the story of oh, jesus yeah. going to the desert and being tempted the holy spirit led him there and in that adventure i'm sure that jesus found out things about himself that he already knew but the father reminded him of how strong he really was and the father has that in store for you that he would invite you on adventures and it may be something like jumping out of an airplane or going on a roller coaster or maybe something greater. The thing is, you just need to be willing to go with him because what he has on the other side of that is life and closeness to him that you won't find without it. So this week, I'd like for you just to pray about, God, what adventures do you have for me, Father? What do you want me to do? And where do you want me to go? And be willing to go there with him. I promise you, life will be there for you. Have a great week.